0: We are shows what you know, we'll always watch TV, and if you think we can't, we'll watch more and you'll see, that's why the people of the web believe in Jim from Las Vegas and Jacob from Sweden. Do not change that dial. You are tuned into the one and only local radio show where your two favorite DJs break down all the strange happenings in this little town. What town? Well, I'm about to tell you because you are entering Castle Rock, my friend, and there is no getting
1: out. I'm Jacob Burrows. And I'm Jim Scampoli. Welcome to our sleepy little town. Don't listen to him. Nothing but normal things go on here. What's that you say? Uh, shooting (laughs) at a prison? That is ridiculous. That's that fake news I've been hearing so much about. Jim is a
0: shill, a
1: company shill I've been
0: forced to work with here at the (laughs) local news station. He does everything he can to get in my way and my fucking thing, my crusade (laughs) to spread the truth. And I can tell you that there was indeed a school shooting, and I know who did it. It was the same shooter that was on the grassy knoll on that fateful day, but we'll get into that later.
1: Now, I mean, if we could talk about the rabid dogs some more. But anyways, this is Castle Rock. Entering Castle yes. Rock, we are discussing mm. Season 1, Episode 4, The Box. As, you know what, man? The spooky mysteries, they stay spooky and they stay mysteries. Because there's not going to be <laughs> any type of answers, I feel, to any of this stuff. Uh, but, <laughs> oh my God. I'm in on this show But my patience is wearing a little thin already. I feel like four episodes in, I should be a little bit more connected. I'm still a big fan of Henry Deaver. I'm still a big fan of Molly. Um, Mm. But it's like, I feel like this show, everything is spooky. So when everything's spooky, nothing is spooky. Mm, Yes, and
0: I've realized, I wrote in my notes... Uh, watching this, I realized I don't dislike mystery, because I've said that in the past. I dislike people slowly walking around houses, uh, because that's like 80% of scenes in this show, I feel. And a lot of mysterious, spooky shows, like you said, everything is spooky. Then you have to like slowly like walk through, we've seen it in every episode, I feel. And then maybe there's a reveal, maybe there isn't, but there's no drama in that scene, because... There's just the slow building of tension, except it's not really tense for me. I'm, I just want stuff to happen.
1: Well, I mean, one of the obvious comparisons, obviously, is, uh, if I could say obvious again, is Stranger Things. Um, but the thing with Stranger Things is you have, you know, uh, the Upside Down, of course, and you have a character like Eleven who has powers. But then all the other kids, they're just regular kids, But on this show, I feel like everyone has powers or something. Like, everyone, (laughs) every single person has something going on with them. So, I mean, because even Henry, who's our, uh, you know, audience surrogate, like, we're with him. He just doesn't know that he has powers, I feel. like I mean, again, nothing's been confirmed, but at the very least, he has a spooky backstory that he doesn't know much about that we're trying to figure out. And it's just tough because I like him and Molly, but Molly clearly knows or at least she should know everything that's going on. But for the good of the show, she can't say anything. She has to be very cryptic or, you know, there's one excuse. I, I get why she wouldn't say, you know, I killed your dad. But she would also knows why he's angry or would clench up around his dad. You know, I, I don't know. I guess it's not as easy to be like, hey, your dad touched your butthole. Uh, but I assume his dad touched his butthole. Am I wrong? <laughs> I mean, I I hadn't put it quite in those terms
0: in my brain, uh, luckily for me. But um, uh, I guess that's a a heavy possibility now that you bring it up. I mean, I assumed some form of abuse. Not that form, but, you know, you never know. Um, That's just what I assumed because he always – I mean, he's a – not to be a stereotypical t- kind of guy, but he was a preacher. Uh, we watched another show called Preacher. That's very different. Uh, it's pretty good. You should check it out. But, uh, yeah, preacher. Uh, he's a preacher, and um, that's uh, what you said is not f- so uh, far out of the realm I mean, of possibility.
1: I was just saying that as a joke. That would be kind of the obvious thing to do. I don't feel like they're going to go down that path. At least I hope they're not. Yeah. Um, mm. But, yeah, I mean, I guess clearly there's some sort of history, some sort of past, some sort of abuse, whatever it might be. But either way, we're going to get to it. I'm just – it's weird because I do love mysteries, but then I forget that I get annoyed by some of them sometimes. Um, And
0: that feeling, that's what I feel a lot – I've felt that so often. So what you're feeling now is when I say I don't like mysteries and you're like, what do you mean, Jacob? It's like that's that's what I'm talking about. Yes.
1: And And –
0: and I totally relate to what you said as well uh, about everyone has powers, but then no one has powers. I think it is because it is a big Stephen King mashup. So it's like, let's get everything in there, throw it yeah. all in there. And then none of it feels special because you can't have all that shit happening at the same time because then it's X-Men and like, there's just wherever you, whatever cor- corner you turn around, there's another like adventure happening that you're not even privy to. And you're, there's no like basis of, what's actually going on and everything is just creepy and desaturated
1: yeah yeah it's just I wish I feel like there needs to be a little I mean I guess they can't really do this because it is Castle Rock and the whole town is haunted basically but I need a little bit more of some everyman straight man type stuff to make the mystery more like uh you know mysterious more like more elevated because, yeah, it just does feel like everything has a history. Everything has a mystery behind it. So it's at, at a certain point, you're like, OK, who cares? Uh, but anyways, this episode starts out. We get Henry's. I feel like we should have been seeing this beforehand. Um, Henry is having flashes from when he was, you know, taken or when he was missing for 11 days. Now he's getting flashes that he was in a cage uh, being held prisoner by someone Um, And then he kind of wakes up where there's maybe a figure in his room, you know, a nice spooky scene. But, you know, he he turns over and nothing's there. Um, And it's weird because this whole episode is kind of about it's about turning Henry to want to refuse this challenge of making things right or facing his past but then also turning it back around so he can't leave, you know, because we get to a point where he's saying, like, I got to go. I got to get out of here. When meanwhile, it should have been like when there was a spooky person in his room and he wasn't there, he should have been like, all right, I'm getting out of here. I got to get the hell out of this place. (laughs) Uh, But no, he's just, you know, no one's there. And then we kind of go back to guard Zalewski. What is his name? Dennis? Yeah, Dennis. Uh, We kind of see his day to day. Now, and I feel like this is a little bit new as well like we know that the bureaucrats at this prison were trying to hide the fact that they found a kid locked up down in the doldrums of the unused portion of the prison but and i I know we can assume that the, the guards weren't treating people right either but it feels like everything went to like the hundredth degree in this episode am i wrong for picking that up or has it always been going on like this
0: um no you're not wrong i mean i i guess it could always have been going on in that we see that the warden the new warden is the devil literally uh no I shouldn't say literally because people go around calling people the devil in this show uh I, but I mean she's shown as this completely evil person who is just willing to kill someone to avoid a public relations issue um and of course the previous warden sorry about that everybody oh, no still worries. doing the show I'm nothing's going to stop the
1: broadcast of the truth yeah no with <laughs> yeah with the higher ups Stephen King the mayor of uh Castle Rock trying to throw a monkey wrench in our system. Um, yeah. But yeah, because then it even gets to the point, you know, we see him at work and he's kind of dealing with all the people, treating everyone badly. And then we have threatening suit guy goes in to uh, Nick Cage's cage, his uh, solitary confinement uh, cell. And now it's even more like threats uh, and just being like, I'm, I'm a scary bureaucrat and we're going to figure out a way to get rid of you uh you know what what was it they go back in my day we had a guy who wouldn't say his name so we made him eat his teeth so wh- what do you think's gonna happen and then he you know he comes off with some bible verse or something uh you know he has a name his name is the truth his name is the yeah. word of god and and in only a way a scars uh could come through with the nice <laughs> creepiness and nice atmosphere yeah i mean uh, uh i will say even though things are kind of getting a little rocky for me plot wise, I think the cast is all really good. Um, I'm I'm digging the characters. I'm just I I don't I obviously don't need the answers yet, but I just need a little meat. Like give me a little meat with my vegetables.
0: Yeah, yeah, that does that does make sense. Um, and it's like I I also want this show to be successful and I want it to be great. I feel like it's four episodes in. People will drop off this show for like for less, so yeah. to speak. If if stuff doesn't happen now, obviously something big happens at the end of this episode, uh, which we'll get into. But at the same time, it's not really related to the rest, like the stuff that's interesting about this show. It's just a guy who went crazy. And yes, it is related in that we've seen that people in this town, they tend to go crazy. And what could be causing that? But it's not really at the heart of what the show is about. Uh, In episode one, it ended with... Um, Bill Skarsgård or Nick Cage walking uh, on these same security cameras walking around and people were dead and dying around him and when I saw that I was like oh shit this show's really properly getting started right now mm-hmm. and then that was all fake yeah. and now we can't like it's been a few episodes and but he's going around with a gun doing it which is fine but it's like maybe they should have had him go around and kill everyone in the first episode because I'm not that interested in, like, are we going to get him out of the prison? Like, that's not the interesting part to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and then while this is going on, Henry is also dealing with um, his father's grave was moved because, what, they sold a plot of land or something and the Pangborn, like, signed his mother's name or they did something that they weren't supposed to do. And so he has to go to this, like, lot to get his dad's grave dug up and moved to a better location uh he also wants to bring his mother to houston put her in a facility uh and he's going to deal with the hearing of nick cage so a lot of things going on um in henry deaver's life and he's dealing with pangborn who is just a pangborn or sheriff pangborn or ex ex-sheriff whatever he is it's just another character that knows more th- than what's going on but he has to be you know, mysterious in every scene he's in. I do, I do like this actor and I like kind of his vibe. I just, it's just annoying when he shows up though, because it's either, you know, he kidnapped Henry or he knows who kidnapped Henry or Henry was once thought to be the demon boy before Nick Cage became the demon boy. Whatever it might be, he knows something's going on, but he's just being all mysterious about it.
0: Yeah. And the way, the thing he reveals here is that uh, Henry's father his adopted father, said that Henry did it. But I, I guess in his point of view, me, but it's so weird because he read the letter and it's like he's clearly in on stuff to some degree, but to what degree? If if he said, when his father said Henry did it, I assume it's like Henry did the satanic ritual or whatever, like Henry did the other thing yeah. that, that we that is not actually kicking me down the cliffs or whatever he's uh, accused of doing. But that's what he claims anyway, that he, of course, he didn't look into it because of that. But I guess it's a lie. Um, Henry, the main thing this episode is, I mean, he starts looking into uh, this. he, He ends up looking at newspaper cuttings of himself. He wasn't starting with that. He was starting with the with the, the, the prison and the warden and everything, the prison fire. And then he gets into, oh, his own police report and someone getting released and he goes check on that place and he almost gets a haircut uh, and finds <laughs> his own police file. Yes, yeah.
1: And, and his police file is just stashed under a hoarder's bed uh, of uh, what some French man, what was the name, De Desjardins or something like that. Um, yeah. and, and he's another mysterious guy as well because he's like, Oh, I inherited this place uh, as my brother's, so you know, rightfully Henry thinks. Okay, so where'd your brother go? And he's like, "Well, my brothers never lived here. Only I, only I have lived here. It was me all along, you see." Uh, I mean, and it, it's it's almost t- like the house is too fucked up because isn't there like a tree through the ceiling? Uh, like the whole or like piano ceiling- that yeah. fell through the floor because it's like I like when it's creepy but then it's almost too out of control it's one hand if it's a hoarder's home and he's got all this crap everywhere but it's almost like to the point where i don't believe anyone could even live there uh and it's they're like tipping their hand too much to make things weird um and yeah in either way whether you know henry's skulking around the home at first and he goes to the back and knocks a shed open because he thinks maybe that's where he was held but even i know from the quick flashes that's not where you were held henry there was dirt on the floor uh so this is a this is a bogus lead my dude yeah and this
0: guy you know speaking of making him very creepy he's talking about how I think his brother's fingers got cut off or something. Or yeah, he cut his his brother cut his own fingers off in order to get the insurance money, and he used to keep those in a jar. And then when the police came looking for the kid, they they took his bones. Yeah. They never <laughs> gave me bones back. They never gave like, me okay. Back. <laughs> um, but yeah, he saved the file, and he does say in a very creepy way at the end of that scene, like, you know, I never touched you, which makes it sound like. He was there, yeah. but he didn't touch him because otherwise, because, I mean, you could read that line as like, I wasn't involved in any of that shit, but he doesn't say it like that. He says, I never touched you, which meaning I know something and I'm creepy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and it's just tough, again, because it's like, I don't have much that much of a problem with this character and it is like a weird vibe, but it gets lost a bit because everyone's like that so yeah. yeah i mean i do think it, it was a nice touch the way that scene ended and uh, a nice touch see what i did there uh mm-hmm. when he's like i never touched you uh, it is yeah. a good way to do that um and basically because what we learn beforehand before he goes there it's like these are the the french forest people the weird <laughs> the weird frenchies that <laughs> lived in the woods that oh, you yeah. know there are rumors about that maybe they were cannibals or maybe they did this or that you uh, don't have those yeah <laughs> yeah exactly Um, and kind of like we're, we're jumping around a bit, but in the midst of this, uh, my favorite sequence in the episode was Molly hilariously handling an open house, but having to hide the, you know, the remnants of that someone died, but didn't die on the property. But you just don't want that in the thoughts of the people that may buy this home.
0: And that's telling that that was your favorite scene because it's so disconnected from everything going on in the episode. There's nothing that relates to that at all, as far as I remember, at least. Like, that's a scene that's completely standalone. And I I agree, it's one of the most entertaining. It's like a couple coming in and they, they're looking at the house, they're from out of town, and... Um, he ends up yeah they do find the urn that uh she stashed in the freezer <laughs> and uh are like, and she sits them down like well technically we don't have to tell you cuz uh he didn't kill himself on the property but he she does it well she she does her job she sells it hard with like actually property prices are so great here because everyone who moves here kills themselves or each other uh so they're kind of sold on it especially when they're told they might include the art because it was the old warden used to paint, and um, that might be important, and it might not.
1: Yeah, and she does mention uh, what a strangler lived in my house, and, you know, I sleep like a baby or whatever, she says. And I guess looking it up, it's for the Dead Zone, potentially. They're talking about a character from the Dead Zone who's a strangler rapist, so that's Mm -hmm. a nice little nod for you. Um, And then I guess one of the key moments that happens here is stupid Dennis uh like I get Dennis is trying to do the right thing here he's he's gonna be a whistleblower like it's weird how it went from you know uh, last episode or two episodes ago whatever it was when he was just he you know he's trying to do the right thing just push Henry in the right direction and then Henry mentions maybe something about him testifying and he's completely against it and I understand that Henry kind of talked him into it but now it's like he's he's such a go hard for it he's like ready to testify But then he has to go and talk to Nick Cage and make sure he bumps fists with him. Don't fucking bump fists with the guy. What are you doing? Because I assume this is the tipping point, right? The fact that he bumped fists with him. Is this what causes everything later on or what?
0: Uh, I didn't even think of that, but you're probably right. Uh, Because he touched the devil boy. (laughs) But isn't he just supposed to get weird cancer very quickly? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess the devil powers are, 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 you know, they're numerous. You could do anything if you're the devil boy. Um, that does make sense, I guess. Because uh, I just, honestly, even though, like, we say, like, oh, Castle Rock, everyone goes crazy. I just thought, he just went crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm still blaming the victim here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it does. I, I wonder, uh, I assume if you, like, kind of maybe line it up with the visions Dennis had. It might line up with what he ends up doing in this episode, um, I assume, because, I mean, we're seeing it on the screens again, on the security cameras and the, the, the different dead bodies on each screen. But the thing is, like, right after he bumps fists, he walks into the room to watch the cameras and that lady's in there, and he's doing a weird Joker smile for some reason. And then he starts drawing smiley faces on all the screens. And I'm like, oh, no, devil boy has screwed over Dennis Zaluski now, who's got a baby on the way, by the way. Oh, my yeah. God, that poor kid.
0: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense now that you say it, because I honestly even forgot about the fist bump, and it makes so much sense uh, now that you mention it. And then he goes in the second time, and, of course, he's drawing, but this time it's X's. Yes. Yeah, this is basically triggered by... By him finding out that uh, uh, his lawyer friend is leaving town, and he hey you're on your own, kid, uh, and he didn't like that. And I was thinking, like, you got a baby on the way. What are you doing? Yeah, that's
1: what I was thinking too. Because I mean, I guess the the thing that he says earlier in the episode is what it's like. Uh, he he has a comment what about how people just keep getting away with things like here in Castle yeah. Rock because I I don't know I just didn't read it as much because now the way they talk about Castle Rock is basically. The way they talk about, I think I mentioned in the last episode, but it's the way they talk about Derry, Maine and how the town of Derry is being taken over by Pennywise. And that's why everyone kind of looks the other way and they do fucked up things to each other. But now it's like we're getting the same thing, except I guess there's just this history that Castle Rock's always been that way um, because Pennywise, I suppose, <laughs> since it's Stephen <laughs> King and Molly put balloons up. The balloons are clearly a Pennywise reference. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, he he goes in and shoots it up, and like I said, it's not really connected to the main, you know, things that we're interested in. At the same time, I'm sure that uh, Henry is going to be all, you know, what could have caused a perfectly reasonable idiot to go crazy like this there must be something extra weird going on and then Molly's gonna come in to the same room as uh, as Nick Cage and she's her brain is gonna explode because she's gonna feel or see what's in his brain and then he's gonna say you're one of the chosen ones and you too Henry and then they're gonna go off and be the X-Men
1: basically yes or they're gonna join
0: X's on the screens (laughs) it's right there on the screen guys
1: or actually you know if we look at it too how, uh, you know, we know 11, obviously, from Stranger Things. Maybe Henry's like four. And Molly's like six. And, uh, you know, there's the early version of the Hawkins experience experiments. Um, but either way, I mean, so Henry's thing where he decides before the very end, where he decides he's going to leave. Is it, it's basically because he gets spooked out by Desjardins at the barbers, uh, the, the hoarder barbershop?
0: I guess so. Is there... I mean, no, it's because he goes and talks to... Oh, Pangborn, um, you're right. Pangborn. Yes. And Pangborn tells him that his father said that he did it. And he says, no, that's that's not true. That's a lie. But he, as far as I remember, or as far as I understand and believe him, he actually has amnesia regarding that mm-hmm. um, whole situation. So uh he doesn't want to believe it but this makes him want to stop digging in case he finds out that he did do it yeah that's why he chooses to leave yeah he
1: doesn't now he doesn't quite want to know what really happened because it might you know be reflect negatively on him and then we catch up with molly who is here she basically hears the scene we just saw because she's taking a little bite of her pill but we hear the echoes of Pangborn saying it was written henry did it um, 'cause Henry shows up, and clearly that 's all like flowing through his head going through his mind, but she 's like, nah, hang out let 's bang a little bit don't worry we 'll bang it out, don't worry about it. This has been my dream <laughs> since I lived across the street from you when I was a child, and uh I mean it 's interesting the way it plays out because yeah, like the next morning she goes in the bathroom and then he's like we hang on Henry for a bit he 's just like staring. Uh, and I guess makes the decision and calls up Dennis. And I guess Dennis sees his last chance for, you know, he wants to bring Shawshank down, basically. That's the new mission. And he's been looking at these security cameras, and everyone is kind of over the top now. where what, yeah. He even makes a comment like what someone blinded to someone for fun. Uh, yeah. They blinded an inmate. And I guess, I, I guess this is going on, but to me, it just felt like things went like... Full maybe maybe the argument is because this kid's there, it is affecting everyone, and that's why things are getting much worse. But I I don't know. I can't tell if it's things are getting worse or it's Castle Rock and that's how it's always been.
0: Yeah, and that's hard. That's hard when it's all like we said at the start, or one of the central things that it's hard to get a base level of reality, comparing it again to Stranger Things where everything's perfectly normal in this town, except this one thing. And we have this girl with superpowers. But guess what? They're from the same place. It's very clear that it's related how this ended up happening. And there's a mystery, but we can resolve it. All the kids are normal. Teachers, there's a sheriff. He's a normal guy. There's another woman. She's normal. And here it's like, I don't know any of these characters who doesn't have a weird mysterious secret in their past like literally a single one because it's like i guess henry's mother but then she's probably has these weird memory problems not because of the illness there's probably something supernatural to that as well so so that crosses her off the list it's it's every single character that i can think of probably has something weird
1: and some of the theories are um well one of the theories is that nick cage is pennywise and I guess yeah. in a way that's true because of the actors, Pennywise, yeah, we get it. Um, one of the theories is that that's yeah Henry's parents' son, like an actual son they had. Mm. Uh, okay. I guess I kind of thought that. I do obviously I feel like there's a connection to Henry disappearing and when uh, Demon Boy went disappeared uh, disappeared as well because they do they have put them at the same time frame, so they're connected at least in time. Um, I, I mean, I am waiting for something where it's like, we locked up the wrong kid. It was supposed to be you, Henry Deaver. And that's why you couldn't like your way is that you don't save people on death row, even though you try, but your mystical supernatural powers actually secretly turn the jurors against them. And that's why you've never (laughs) saved a person or whatever. Well,
0: Bill Skoshgård, who plays Nick Cage, uh, was born in 1990. And, of course, you don't (laughs) always have to play your own age. uh, But it would... I mean, I was like, could he even be their son? But they make it so uh, the father died in 1991. So it's not impossible. Yeah, but uh, probably
1: not. Well, at the very least, the cage was built in 91. I guess even them showing that he built the cage doesn't necessarily mean he immediately locked up uh our good friend nicholas cage
0: oh yeah but then he really yeah any other theories you got bouncing around
1: um what were some of the other ones i read uh trying to remember Eh. i i there's nothing too concrete because everything i think the thing is because everything's still so open so yeah you know usually at this point you can have some plausible things and pull details and be like this is the reason why but everything's still very open on what's what that there's like a myriad of conclusions you can come to and it would still fit because it's nothing's really kind of been narrowed down uh yet
0: yeah and i look forward to them narrowing things down hopefully in the next few episodes we are not sure there's probably 10 episodes of this season so uh we're almost halfway and uh yeah, I, I I hope if you're listening along to this, you're probably a a big Stephen King fan, maybe a maybe a big Castle Rock fan, and I hope you don't think we're being too negative because it really feels like we want this show to be great, and I'm ready for it. <laughs> like, I and we've been ready for it, and we talked a lot of in our first episode about how they put out three episodes in a row, and that felt like. They knew they had to get this ball rolling quickly because they have a lot of middle stuff, like a lot of mystery shows. Um, But like most mystery shows, the quality, uh, when you judge it afterwards, is going to depend on how great it paid off or didn't. So, And and was it worth the wait? Was it worth the build-up? Was the build-up handled well? These are all things that should start coming into play fairly soon where they can't leave it all completely vague and mysterious until the end of the season. Some things have to click into play soon. Uh, and I look forward to it.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the The potential's there. Uh, I don't mean to be too down on it. It's just, again, it's just some of the stuff it's starting to to meld into each other a bit just because, like I said, it's, it's tough when everyone it has a secret, and and they're being like shifty about it. So every character is like a little shifty, a little schemey There's little schemes going on behind the scenes, and you need yeah. to start enlightening me at least a little bit on even some of the side characters. So I feel like there's some progression. But I'm still in it. I'm still stuck in Castle Rock. I'm not going anywhere. Although I would almost I wouldn't blame at this point Henry to be like, all right, see ya. I'm fucking Gonzo. <laughs> Yeah. See you later. <laughs> yeah, we
0: could just follow him for the rest of the season doing regular court cases out in Texas. <laughs> yeah. That would be fine. Um, but And, I mean, it's, it's like you mentioned as well, with everything weird going on. We mentioned it last week with the whole kids' court with masks thing. That's cool, but it wasn't part of anything. It was just a weird thing like anywhere you look in this town some creepy ass shit is going on which sort of makes it uh yeah makes it less powerful when people on the street are just staring at you like hey there killer it's like oh so there's no unnormal here there's nothing ordinary going on which makes the extraordinary seem boring
1: agreed so that's where we're at that's the box i mean is there any other f- f- parting thoughts here
0: no, uh parting thoughts are you should send your thoughts, whether you think we're idiots or we're on the right track, to showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com and we'll include your feedback in our upcoming coverage of Castle Rock. Once again, that's showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com. You can also check out our other shows at showswhatyouknow.com. We discuss, for example, The Sopranos every week and um, other shows like Handmaid's Tale, Westworld and maybe your favorite one if you leave a review on iTunes and tell us what's your favorite show and why should we talk about it anything else jim
1: uh well you can find more from jacob at awesomepedia.org you can find more from me at jim and and i think the most important thing is you are entering castle rock now leaving castle rock